up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it's Monday. It's been a really good last few days for me. I've been able to take a pretty decent break and just relax a little bit and get away from everything, kind of just hang out with some friends from high school and stuff. So I've been I've been kind of living it up a little bit, and we had a lot of fun. Went to go out to the lake and just kind of hung out for a few days. Didn't really do a whole ton of anything. Um, just kind of hung out, uh, ate a bunch of good food, and just chilled. So it was good. Um, been a really long time since I've been able to get away with a bunch of uh, friends that I grew up with and stuff. So it was really good to be able to do that. And as much as I kind of push against doing that sometimes for myself, where I just kind of want to grind things out and get a lot of work done, I think sometimes it's good because right now I just feel I feel super good. I feel pretty pumped up to get back to work, and it's just been taking kind of a few days off resets me and gets me super driven to get back to work. So. That's something that I'm looking forward to. I've been doing a whole lot of research, and I think probably for the month of August, I'm really going to be grinding out on doing a whole lot of research, and specifically into sports cards. I think that there is going to be a lot of of money to be made there, both in basketball and then in football coming up, barring that the season goes the entire way, or at least starts. And so I'm just looking at a few different players that uh, have already doubled in prices over the past few weeks, and... The football season hasn't even started yet, so it's going to be a little bit crazy. I think investing in sports cards is a lot more risky because you never know what could happen. You never know. I mean, especially now, if a player comes down with COVID, they're basically out of the league for several weeks. I think, I think around two or three weeks at least, and so that's just a huge dip in their value on their cards, especially because we don't know how long these leagues are even going to be going on for. If things were to go really, really awry, I could see very easily people kind of calling for the NFL to shut down and then really causing a whole lot of havoc for them and possibly them having to cancel the season early, which kind of sucks because I really want to watch a bunch of NFL games. It's one of the things that I allow myself to just kind of relax and just take my mind off of everything. It's it's so much fun. I love watching football. Um, and so I'm just wondering what's going to happen with that and kind of trying to see whether or not it's a smart idea to put some money into sports cards in that kind of a sport where it is so so up in the air as to what's going to happen. I mean, they just decided last week what they were going to even do, what the date was for the opt-out date. And so when the season is so close and they're kind of going at this, it seems like it's, it's very, very quick decision-based where they're almost making decisions very close to the deadline, I would say. Uh, as to when they need to make them. And so it kind of leaves us in the kind of in the uh, a little bit up in the air as to what we're going to be dealing with with the NFL. And so investing in that's going to be a little bit more risky this year. But I'm just seeing some of these card prices jump, but it's going to be something that's going to be a very good investment if you know what you're doing. And so that's what I'm trying to learn. I'm focusing right now a lot on the NBA. There's just so many cards that are going up. You see a player have a good game, a player drops a 35, 40-point game, and their card prices shoot up 500 bucks overnight. It's just stupid. It's really dumb. I, I, have, I have no idea what's going on with it. I just, I'm just i watching it, and I've started to become um, a bit of an observer and then a bit of a buyer now. I bought a, um, I bought a Luka Doncic card last night one of the several sets that have been released and that card is run me a lot more money than I thought I'd ever spent on cardboard. And so um, to drop a thousand bucks on a PSA 10 Luka Doncic and it wasn't even like a prism, uh, that's just kind of something that blew me away. But um, I'm seeing prices continue to rise 
And so as you kind of see that and as I've become more comfortable in investing and realizing that, hey, I'm very comfortable investing in a pair of Yeezys where Kanye could restock those on any given day. I mean, he's restocked the zebras several times. He's now restocking the breads in December. It seems like no Yeezy is safe at this point. And with Kanye kind of being all willy-nilly and kind of uh, going by the, kind of flying by the, you know, by night or whatever, he's kind of choosing whatever he wants to do. And you never know when he could restock a pair of Yeezys, especially a pair like the Azales, which I've been holding, which have been steadily climbing. The point of me telling you that is, though, me being comfortable investing in shoes, I don't really see a huge difference between shoes and sports cards at this point. I mean, the only difference is that the sports cards are gaining values much more rapidly than the shoes. If I'm buying a pair of shoes, I'm looking to hold those six to 12 months before they appreciate to their full value and maybe they double, uh, triple maybe where I'm looking at a sports card who doubles in a few weeks and the season hasn't even started yet. And so when you look at that and you look at compare back and forth, I really honestly may start dumping a lot of the shoes that I've been holding that haven't gained a ton of value and then start throwing that into sports cards and seeing what I can do with it. Because I mean, like I said, the card that I bought last night, I mean, it's already went up, I think, 50 to 100 bucks and it looks like it's going to keep climbing depending on how far Luka ends up going into the playoffs and stuff and a lot of you right now may not even pay attention to the NBA um, and that's kind of I mean I'm sorry about that I don't pay attention to the NBA a whole ton either just because Pittsburgh does not have a basketball team but I have been studying it on like for the past few days and I'm going to continue to study it and continue to watch what happens with sports cards and watch what happens with the playoffs and compare the data and see what happens. I mean, ultimately, I want to be able to make some money in this, then really start to reinvest into the knowledge that I know about sports cards. I really start to kind of level that up. And there's some tools over at the Sports Card Investor Discord and with Sports Card Investor that he's put out there that are top notch, but they are super, super expensive. So you have to be making some money and really be pulling in a good amount of money with that to be able to even start buying those. And so that's what I'm looking at right now. I mean, that's my outlook. It's just nuts. I mean, it really is. I can't even begin to understand why somebody would collect um, really a piece of cardboard for so much. But I mean, I get it, right? You want to collect sports. You want to collect things and memorabilia from your favorite players but to me like I collect jerseys and so I have a jersey collection starting back from I think 2012 or 2011 whenever RG3 won Heisman I started to go and buy the Heisman's jersey every year and so I buy like the I get for my birthday usually the Heisman jersey of the guy who won from that year in their college uniform and then somebody aftermarket puts the number and like the nameplate on the back of the jersey and so I have like the RG3 jersey, I have a Lamar Jackson jersey, Mariota, Winston, like those are cool to me. I think that's awesome. I get them all in my size so I can wear them when I want to because I think that's awesome. I think that's something cool. But for like a sports card, that that translates a little bit. I can see how people would want to collect it, especially if you were collecting back in the day. And so I get it. I just for myself, I, I would have a hard time trying to buy sports cards and actually keep them for a PC or like a personal collection. They would be much more of a an investment for me and the only thing I'd be happy about is when they kept going up and so that's something that I, I'm a little bit different with than I think a lot of the sports card collectors right now. There are tons of investors and there's kind of a, a, dis, a disconnect between investors and collectors and you can kind of see that sometimes with social media and stuff. The investors get mad because the collectors kind of 
quote unquote waste money on collecting instead of reinvesting and the collectors get mad at the investors because they're only in it for the money. And truthfully, both need each other because you have the investors who are relying on the collectors to buy their cards and you have the collectors who are kind of relying on the investors to keep the hobby going because if the investors stop investing, then all you have is collectors collecting and the, I mean, the price of the cards goes down, but then again, they become much easier to collect and that kind of ruins the whole thrill of the hunt. So, and some of you may disagree with that, I get it. I'm just saying that to increase the scarcity of a card or the ability to get a card drives up the collectability of it and, and makes it kind of more of a, a challenge to get the card. And that's, I think, what's driving a lot of the collectability of them right now. In addition to the fact the NBA is just on fire, we haven't had sports in months and now we have finally something to watch on tv that isn't like reruns of friends or something like that you know or or i guess um tiger king <laughs> oh my gosh i almost said the lion king uh no so we don't have tiger king like like that's all we had we had tiger king and then reruns of tv shows and netflix like that's it and so now we have sports we're finally back at it and people are just going nuts over the hobby and it makes sense and so i get it to a degree i don't think like i said i would be able to jump into it and collect collect but i think i can collect to invest and flip and so that's what i'm going to be doing and i'm kind of just trying to adjust the way i see things going and so when you see things you see social media jumping and really going towards tiktok right now so i'm going to be doing a little bit with that just because there's so much opportunity right there i mean i you see these kids like these college kids just doing the dumbest things and some of them are like ridiculous and some of them are just funny and there's a couple like just a couple kids that ended up getting I think they have like 6.9, 7 million followers right now. And they're like doing, they're doing all these ridiculous stunts with like celebrities and stuff. It's just, it's really cool to see, but you can see how that's transformed in just a short amount of time. I mean, I remember in February when TikTok was kind of felt like it was just beginning. It was really, it was really kind of in the mid stages of it being on fire where kind of people were really starting to get into it. And now everybody's on it. I mean, the last time I checked, which was a few months ago, I think they had 800 million active users, which is very, very high compared to an Instagram or a Twitter or like even like some of the other various forms of social media, like like a podcast or something like there's only like there's an estimated 500,000 podcasts. So compare that to 800 million, which probably TikTok has eclipsed a billion by now or a mil, 800. Yeah, they've probably eclipsed a billion by now. And so you, you have almost one eighth of the world on this app. And so it is something that is is definitely happening right now. And so trying to pivot to that, uh, do a little bit of content for that. And then you can see all the other social media platforms trying to catch up with Snapchat and Instagram adding their own sorts of versions of TikTok uh, where Instagram's doing reels. Snapchat, I don't even know what they're doing because I don't really use it that much anymore. But you can just see these bigger companies start to add these other sorts of uh, media kind of ways of creating into their platforms. And so that's something I'm going to be doing a little bit more and then kind of pivoting towards sports cards. I, I, it's just hard. I mean, sometimes as resellers, we get stuck in our ways and it's something that kind of holds us back, I think. I mean, for me, I've been focusing a lot on sneakers. I've been focusing a lot on botting and stuff and trying to learn that kind of a, that kind of a uh, kind of area to focus in with reselling because I think that it's super powerful to be able to do that. I think that it's a very, very important tool that would really propel me as a reseller much farther than um, some of the other things that I could be doing right now. And that is something that I want to learn, but kind of looking and seeing, hey, as I'm getting into botting, I'm seeing sports cards start to pop, really start to pop. Um, 
trying to jump into that is something that I think is going to be better for me than just kind of waiting and watching and, and being kind of regretful and jumping in at the end. And so I think that they're still going to continue going up. I mean, last you look at last fall and see what sports cards were doing as a whole, and they were so much, just so much farther behind than they are right now. And now you look at July, and as soon as they announced the NBA was coming back, sports cards started to pop, and I felt like, oh, I missed it. But if I had invested right then, I mean, I'd probably three, four, five, six X on my money. And it's just crazy. I mean, it is absolutely ridiculous right now. What What is going on with them? I think that, and I think that the thing is, you know, you have all these people going after sneakers releases. And I love that. I love sneakers. I love going after sneaker releases on the sneakers app. I love catching restocks whenever they reload on a site. I love that kind of thing. It's, it's, it's fun. I enjoy that. But sneakers had their heyday back in 20... I want to say like 2016, 17, 18, when Yeezys were really, really popular. You could get a thousands of dollars for a Yeezy uh, 350 Boost V2 that came out. Like when the Zebras came out, those were going for $1,500 on the first set of Zebras that came out. And that was kind of the, the day where sneakers were so, so sought after. And it was such a big game back then where the money was almost ridiculous. And I think the same thing is happening with with sports cards right now and it's not to say the sneakers are dead i mean i i doubt the sneakers will really ever be dead but they are presenting a much lower kind of opportunity for me than sports cards will and so i want to do both i want to be able to invest in both and so it's what i'm going to continue to do continue flipping both sort oh man i just passed a garage sale <laughs> um anyway uh yeah so they uh they present a pretty big opportunity but at the same time um, you know, sneakers, they're, they're kind of more stable feeling to me and sports cards are kind of just this crazy investment. It's like comparing Tesla to like, I don't know, Apple or something where Apple doesn't nearly have the stock evaluation that Tesla does, but Tesla is just so ridiculous. I mean, you see one day they're up at like 900 bucks back when like a little bit ago and then Elon Musk just tweets out, Hey, I think Tesla stock is overpriced, which is maybe the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, like, I don't understand why I would say that, but then it tanks over the day and now it's up over, I don't know, 15, 1600 was the last time I checked. So it's just that kind of a thing. It seems like that's happening with sports cards where they're just really jumping up and down and going all sorts of different directions with the prices. And you see a player enter the playoffs and they go really high and then you see a player get booted from the playoffs and they, their cards start to tank. And it's really a lot riskier than just investing in a sneaker where you know that that market's going to continue to go up. And depending on which cards you invest in, the market will probably continue to rise for them. These Hall of Famers that you know are just going to always be uh, kind of the legends of their time or somebody's favorite player, like a LeBron James, like, I mean, like what Giannis is looking like right now. I mean, he looks phenomenal. Luca's kind of putting himself up there, but he's super young and he's only got one one really big year and then his rookie year was also pretty good but he really wasn't you know he's only got two years he's not he's not a bona fide hall of famer quite yet but he looks like he's going to pan out that way and you have other guys like kd and you have guys like uh steph and and just all these guys that you know are going to be going up for the i mean steph curry almost like he kind of changed the game when he came in and just started popping off threes and people kind of recalibrated and thought wow 
Uh, maybe we should look into shooting three-pointers more. They're a lot more efficient than it is just scoring a uh, regular basket that's worth two points. And so you look at all these guys that have transformed the game or came in and have been some of the best to ever play at their position. Those kind of guys continue to go up over time. But these younger guys where you don't know. I mean, Luca looks like a sure thing, but you never know what he could do. I mean, anything could happen. You, could, you see all these players all the time something random happens, a random event, uh, maybe in their personal life, maybe a event, a crazy freak event, like what happened to Paul George when he completely snapped his leg. I mean, all these different things kind of play out. And now you don't know what to do because you're holding a guy's card who either he did something that is maybe frowned upon in society, or you're holding a guy's card who is severely injured. You don't even know if he can play again. And so it is a huge risk. You're really betting on the health of players, but uh, overall, the money is just crazy right now, so you have to kind of get involved with it a little bit. At least that's my perspective. So that's what my kind of my agenda is going to be for the next few weeks. Really learning that. I mean, we don't have too much longer to get involved with the NBA before it is done for with the season, and then they restart the the next season. I hope, but um, I mean, for now, they're stuck in the bubble and they're playing this thing out until the playoffs are over. And it's just until that time is over. I think sports cards, and specifically NBA sports cards, will continue to go up. And then you have the NFL coming around, and hockey is going to be... I don't even know what's going on with hockey. I mean, the, the pens are out, so I'm kind of done. But they're going to be starting up sometime probably in the fall, uh, maybe early winter. And so it's just kind of something to kind of keep your eye on. I think as all these cards start to go up, the whole hobby kind of gains traction as a whole. You can see that where people are starting to talk about stock cards and like NHL cards and stuff. Sports that generally the average American doesn't care about that much. And you can see that the ratings uh, for Americans are starting to go up for these shows, but just, you know, people back 10, 15, 20 years ago, they didn't care about soccer. They they really did not want to watch it on TV and they didn't care about the NHL. And that's why NHL players are paid so little. And meanwhile, soccer is one of the biggest sports across the entire globe. And so these sports are continuing to kind of grow a little bit and that's propelling their sports cards in addition to the hobby itself. So it's something to kind of keep an eye on. That's what I'm going to be working on for the most part up until I see it kind of tank. I don't know. I mean, I'll probably be caught holding a card or two where I really didn't want to be, but at the same time, I think as a whole, I'll probably be able to make a good amount of money in this. So that's really what I'm going to be pushing for right now. That's what my focus is for August. I mean, you kind of have to pivot as you see things come up and just what I've been watching with sports cards where I, I see a card that I think hey this player could be good this season and you know the NFL hasn't started yet and then you check back two, not even two weeks later a week later and it's doubled in price and you're just like well I guess I should have invested in that when I thought that there was a chance you know it's it's something that I don't think this sort of a thing comes around that often you see, you see these kind of opportunities spring up very, very seldom. And we are in such a ridiculous time right now where you don't have pandemics very often. So you don't have sports get limited very often. We've never kind of seen that happen. We've never seen such a zeal to get back to sports. You've never seen such a, a thing where so many people are going to e-commerce. One, because e-commerce is still in its infancy. I mean, it's not really that old. It's pretty, it's relatively new. I mean, we're talking about a, a type of thing that started in the late 90s and we're in 2020 I mean that's 25 years 30 years and people have been doing all sorts of human to human trade and sales since the beginning of time and so you kind of compare that and you realize how young e-commerce is and 
you really can't wrap your mind about around what's going on right now. I mean, at least I can't because it, you just it's it's spiked so high in the past few months that it, I don't really know where it's going to go, and I'm excited to see what happens when more people are buying online and coupled with the fact that we're going to have Q4 coming up soon. So that's just what I'm trying to position myself for. I mean, it all kind of goes back to that. And it kind of goes back to trying to maximize my profits for the year. I really want to exceed all expectations with this year. I really, really want to get into the hobby just because I see the money's there and I see that there is a lot of opportunity for me there, a lot of opportunity to grow. And then each little bit that I grow with that kind of propels my entire business as a whole so that if I want to start doing wholesale or I want to start doing private label, I can ultimately jump into that. Or if sports cards just continue to be that steady thing like sneakers are now, I can keep flipping them and I have a pretty good understanding of what I'm doing with them. So that's what I'm doing right now. That's what I'm trying to focus on. And hopefully that helps you out. Hopefully it kind of gives you a little bit of insight as to what's been going on. But um, yeah, I, I'm just super pumped. I'm going to get home and do some research. I'll be making a, a kind of a bunch of Instagram content, a little bit of TikTok stuff, and just hopefully trying to get as much done as I can. So that's what I have today. That's what I'm up to. But hopefully that can uh, give you a little bit of insight as to what's going on right now. Uh, With that being said, though, I'm going to go. But you guys have a good one, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.